when you are praying and you're talking to God, do you feel love and compassion? What would it be like to give yourself that gift? So what I'm trying to do is get people to identify times they've felt love or compassion and what that might be like for them to give that gift to themselves. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's wonderful, never-stopping, never-giving-up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Today, we're talking about change and how change makes us vulnerable and how hard it is asking for help. Why is it so hard to ask for help? Maybe it's because we worry about being too needy or we're scared of what others will think of us or of other people seeing that we don't have it all together or of us seeming weak. The Bible has a very different view of asking for help and a startling stance on weakness. I wrote about this in Thoughts to Make Your Heart Sing, Jago and my companion volume to the Jesus Storybook Bible. Let me read it to you. It's called Lift Off. What does a rocket need to lift off and go zooming into outer space? It needs a launch pad. Do you know what God's launch pad is in our lives? From which he can do anything? Is it great faith? Our perfect record? Incredible courage? No, it's our weakness. God's power comes to us in our littleness, in our brokenness, in our not knowing, in, in our not being able. And when God's power meets our weakness, lift off. God says this, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. Our guest today knows all about that fear that stops us from asking for help. But it was when he took the risk and asked for help that everything changed. Licensed therapist and author Jason Van Ruler personally knows how difficult it can be to look at your brokenness and to choose to try to heal and move forward. He grew up surrounded by abuse, addiction, chaos and conflict. And one morning after a night out drinking and using drugs, Van Ruler was alone in an apartment he couldn't afford due to having an unstable job and a substantial amount of debt. He felt broken and hated himself for falling into the same patterns he saw as a child and swore never to be a part of. After years of avoiding his pain, he eventually reached the point where he was able to get professional help and started to feel hope for the first time. The battle of healing from the past is a long and hard journey. In his new book, Get Past Your Past, How Facing Your Broken Places Leads to True Connection, Jason invites readers to address past pain and hurt and embrace love and connection through personal stories, biblical wisdom, and his clinical experience as a therapist. Jason offers empathy, grace, and a hand to hold as he shares his own trauma and struggles with alcohol, drug use, and depression, combined with his professional knowledge from over a decade helping patients face their brokenness and find healing and authentic connection. 
For any among us who has ever felt hopeless, here is a beautiful, comforting, and powerful message of hope. As the psalmist wrote, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So, without further ado, please welcome my friend and now yours, Jason Van Ruler. My name is Jason Van Ruler, and I am a therapist. I'm a husband and I'm a father. I work with people to reach their potential and have better connected relationships through coaching and counseling, and also have written a book to help people take those steps to get better connected. So my parents divorced when I was eight years old, and there was a lot of volatility in the house after that because just everything was really uncertain. There was a lot of conflict. With that volatility came a lot of conflict and chaos and those other things. And the challenge for me was to try to find stability and a solid foundation in a world that seemed very changing and toxic. I just had this decision to make of, am I going to run my whole life or am I going to stop and face it? And what does it look like to do each one of those possibilities? And which one is best off in the long run? It's challenging to come up with a new way to be if we've never seen it. And so I think for me, it was kind of an established roadway and I really wanted off the road, but there seemingly was no other road. And so I got stuck there, even though I didn't want to be on it. I think God puts the truth in all of our hearts and that we know it. And sometimes we distract ourselves from it or we pretend we don't or do something else or even try to squash it. Looking in the mirror, I knew the truth. And for me, the truth was that as much as I had tried to run from something, I had actually run to it. And as much as I had wanted to be different, I'd been more of the same. So some of the biggest challenge that we face are a lack of willingness to even engage in the process. We know it could be painful. One of our first challenges is just the acceptance that it's going to be hard work. And it doesn't mean it has to be miserable, but we do have to accept that looking at difficult things is going to require some discomfort if we actually want to grow. That our emotions are really important. Because if we don't acknowledge them or deal with them, they just come out in another place. They don't actually go away. And so if we're not dealing with them directly, we're going to deal with them indirectly. And so if we actually want to change our life or we want to become different, we have to address the things that are driving us. And those are our emotions. And so doing that is really important. If we don't really have a reason that we want to change, it is difficult to stick to that because we're not really incentivized to do it. When I was looking in the mirror, I knew that I was in trouble and that I would just simply keep digging a hole if I didn't stop. So how I eventually got out is I did something that was really, really challenging for me to do, which was to tell the truth to people that I didn't know what I was doing and to tell the truth to people about how I was really struggling. And if you've had challenges in the past, I think it's really hard to be vulnerable and let someone in, but I did. Some ways that we can kind of work through these challenges are to have a guide or a mentor or a person who's caring and loving in our life to role model for us how this might look. Now, they don't have to be a perfect guide, but to have someone else that we can walk this out with is really important. I'm the product of many healthy mentors and relationships But those all started when I was willing to ask for it. And really the first place that I asked for help was to God. Because in running away from my past, I'd also tried really hard to run away from God. 
what that looked like in that mirror is surrendering to God, I really need you. And as much as I don't want to, and as much as I want it to be different, I know that I need you to get where I'm going. We have prayer. We have all of these different avenues through God that we can get connection. And we're never going to be rejected in that. The goal is to be able to identify what you're feeling and why that matters. Because if we can do that, we can start to change our behavior and we can start to look at the world a little bit differently. As part of that, our relationship with God is really going to frame out other relationships. And I think that is something you can start on today. It may be challenging to make a call and find just the right person today, but you can pray and find that right person now. And I would start there. This is a passage from the Jesus Storybook Bible called The Good Shepherd. David was a shepherd, but when God looked at him, he saw a king. Sure enough, when David grew up, that's just what he became. And David was a great king. He had a heart like God's heart, full of love. Now that didn't mean he was perfect because he did some terrible things. He even murdered a man. No, David made a big mess of his life, but God can take even the biggest messes and make it work in his plan. I need a new heart, Lord. David prayed, because mine is full of sin. Make me clean inside. God heard David's prayer. He forgave David and he made David a promise. I will make you great, David. And one day a king will be born into your family and he will heal the whole world. My mother-in-law had given us the Jesus Storybook Bible. And so for each of my three kids, we've read that nearly every single night of their entire childhood. I think it's just been such a foundational piece of their childhood and such a good way for them to really understand God, the Bible, and God's will. And so that is just a cherished thing that we do every night before bed. I think in my own story and in working with many other people's story, what we need most is a change of heart. I think the challenge is we can change our head pretty easily. We often know the problem. We can even identify potential solutions. But if we really want to be different, we need a new heart. And there's really only one place we can get that. And so we can do all of this stuff, but if we are not willing for God to give us that new heart, we get stuck. But when God does give us that new heart and we're willing to accept it, everything changes. Things get so much easier than they've been because we view the world differently and we view it from the love and the value that we already have. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at Sally Lloyd Jones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello, it's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.